As a free, not-for-profit service, Cradio requires the support of people like you to help keep us going in our mission. To donate, visit cradio.org.au slash donate. A journey of love, an interview with Sister Maria Faustina. I'm joined with Sister Maria Faustina from the Sisters of the Immaculata. How's everything going, Sister? Good. <laughs> I just wanted to speak to you, um, I guess, about your vocation. Can you tell me about the, the process, I guess, that journey that you went through um, in discerning your vocation and becoming a religious sister? Um, okay, so um, I first got the call when I was 15 years old. I was in year 10, um, but just a little bit of context. Prior to that, um, I had a real fear of missing out on life. So, um, FOMO. <laughs> FOMO. <laughs> exactly. And so I always, um, since I was a little girl, like my idea of not wasting my time, not wasting my life, is being able to do, yeah, I guess, all, um, being able to achieve all my dreams. But one of them, particularly, was traveling. I wanted to go to Europe and, yeah. And also, um, I had many people in my family, and I would look to them to see how they were not wasting their life. So, um, a career, um, earning money, <laughs> um, relationship, I wanted to fall in love too, <laughs> um, things like that. But I knew deep in my heart it was all coming from a fear of um, not wanting to waste my life, a fear of missing out on everything. And then when I was 15 years old, um, I went to an Immaculata Mission School, and um, that's when I had a personal encounter with Jesus. And from that, I um, this it opened my eyes to this reality that, okay, um, he is my creator, so um, I have to ask him how not to waste my life. And this became more real when I went to World Youth Day in Madrid. Um, we visited Fatima and we visited Lourdes. And um, I encountered the saints, Saints Jacinta and Francesco, um, and Saint, um, Saint Bernadette. And um, I had this experience where basically um, I realized that they all died so young. <laughs> and um, it, I had a revelation where, you know, um, the world was telling me that I can do everything. I could be whatever I want to be, um, do all the things that I had wanted, this list, this plan that I had written in my mind, you know. And, and yet this reality hit me that actually that's not true. Like I'm finite. I have infinite desires. Um, but the reality is I don't have control of my life and when it's going to end. And so I was in Fatima and I prayed to God and I said, this is before the Blessed Sacrament. And already I had um, yeah, fallen in love with him and I had this trust, um, slowly building this trust that he knew exactly what I was made for. So I, I said to him, Lord, if you want my life, you can have it. But it wasn't necessarily about a vocation. It was more like, if you want my life, you can have it. Maybe I'll be a missionary. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, and then basically this person actually who ended up being a priest, I didn't realize, tapped me in the shoulder and asked me a question. Would you consider being a nun? And when you're 15, you don't really know what to say. So you just say, okay, <laughs> sure. But I didn't feel it. That I didn't, it didn't seem like God was just like, you know, fixing it on me. It was more like a call, an invitation. Would you consider this life? It was straight after that prayer. And from then I had it from then, because I was only 15 at the time. So I just, I, I said to him, I said to the Lord, if this is of you, this desire to love you, to give myself to you would organically grow. Um, yeah. And then afterward, and it never left me throughout high school. And it became more concrete in Utah and scary at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I entered straight after high school. Um, 
out with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. And I guess what what has what has it been like um, since you've joined? I've asked I asked Sister John Mary a similar question. What's the journey been like since you you've joined the sisters? Um, well, <laughs> it's been a surprise. Um, I didn't. Yeah, um, I think one of the I always like one of the things I'm beginning to learn as a sister is um, I'm beginning to learn ha- what love really is. Um, the meaning of sacrifice, um, selflessness, but also um, knowing um, knowing that I'm loved by letting him love me. Because um, one of the things that we do is to sit in adoration and I just sit before the Lord and I'm discovering who I am. So this is like, the journey has, hasn't been um, without its um, difficulties, but it's been so um, fulfilling. Um, and yeah, and discovering that I'm loved by him is probably the biggest thing that I've, and I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess what, have you had any, I guess obviously there's probably a lot of private experiences, but anything that you want to share about that experience of God's love in religious life? Okay, so one of the things that I, um, so something personal for me is I am such a, because one of the things that, where I felt a fear of missing out, um, I had always this, um, I had this tendency to grasp for things. When, when opportunities come up, I don't necessarily stop and think about it. I just grab it, you know. Um, but it was because I was working for that love. And so that means with people as well. And I always felt like I needed to strive to work, to be good, to be a good sister, to do all the right things. And, um, and then um, through the love of my sisters and me being able to show my weaknesses to them and just encountering their love um, and being forgiven by them, um, I'm learning to trust more and more that I am loved just by who I am, um, but also especially in the, in the Eucharist. Um, because my first year as a postulant was very hard because I have a twin sister and she used to write to me all the time. And I would see all the things that she would be doing and it would really frustrate me because I'm like, oh my goodness, she's getting to do all these things and then I'm sitting here in the Blessed Sacrament. <laughs> And just sitting and at Jesus' feet, and I don't know what to do because I, I, I um, it was very difficult to just be. Um, but it was there in the silence um, that God was able to really woo my heart, and He was able to really ask me. Um, I don't, and I remember. Okay, this one concrete experience. I was a postulant, and He said, to, um, "I really felt um, if I was going to continue religious life, it, it wasn't just a matter of." Um, loving God, I really had to personally fall in love with Him. If He was going to be my spouse, my bridegroom, he ha- I, have to, I have to fall in love with Him. And, and I, I asked Him, like, well, you're going to have to teach me to fall in love with you. And, and I remember one, that, this one concrete moment, where this, this realization, like, oh my goodness, you're not just a best friend anymore. I think, I think, I'm in, like, I, think I really love you. Like, I think I'm starting to fall in love with you. I'm, I'm beginning to understand what you did on the cross for me, but not just for everyone, but personally for me. And yeah, <laughs> I think, yeah. yeah. And then he answered my dream. I wanted to fall in love and I did. <laughs> this is probably a bit of a random question. It's a bit sort of off, but um, I guess your name wasn't before Maria Faustina. No. Um, can you tell me a little bit about like, what, what's the purpose of, because there's a lot of sisters around that, that change their name when, when they become a sister. What, what's the purpose of that, um, of having having a new name. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, so I think, well, the purpose of it, you have, well, there, first of all, there's the mission that God calls you to. So you have um, him changing Simon's name to Peter, and mm. he was called to be the rock of the church. But I also think it's also another way that um, God wants to reveal Himself to you. So with me, 
again, like I, when I talk about how um, I needed to encounter the love of God um, through others, in, in a particular way, I needed to know it through mercy, through being forgiven, and also um, personally for myself. It's also this call for me to continue to surrender and trust. And that is where St. Faustina's name, well, her divine mercy devotion is all about trust and receiving the mercy of God. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, um, I guess finally, what's some advice that you would have for, for any um, young women who, who are discerning or considering a religious vocation? Yeah, actually, we were just in the plenary, so Emily Wilson was talking about it. I really encourage um, young women, first of all, um, like what she said, um, pray, pray about it, because the vocation, um, it's a call from God, but it's also Him wooing you and courting you and wanting to fall in love with you, and so that means we actually have to talk to him <laughs> and sometimes it can be very difficult because like for myself I'll, can I just share a personal experience like one of the struggles that I had was entering straight after high school I didn't necessarily have models for that and I would talk to Catholic circles like sit down Catholic friends and I would just kind of hint because I, I wouldn't imply that I would but I was hinting I would ask questions like what do you think about people entering straight after high school and then a lot of the responses I got was um Oh no, yours. That's like no one. Like maybe go to uni first, grow up, be mature first, and all this. And it just was never. I was never at peace because because I was talking to them, but I wasn't talking to God about it. And then one time I went to a religious sister and I asked, Why did God give me such a desire to enter straight after high school when the world was telling me, even my Catholic friends were telling me that that's crazy. Like that's not something usually you would do, you know. And then she said to me, it's because in the Old Testament, you know, when they used to give the best fruits of their life, um, the best crop, the best, um, you know, the, the lamb that was without spot or um, stain. For us human beings, the best thing we have for us is our time and our youth. And I realized that was my desire. I didn't want to waste my time. I didn't want to waste my life. And God was trying to speak to me, but I needed to listen to him and not listen to the opinion of the world, um, to listen to the opinion of others. So I really encourage you pray. Um, talk to God about it because at the end of the day it is Him, the bridegroom um, who you will fall in love with um, who, who's, who is calling you and not your friend or your mom or your dad <laughs> or your classmate <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah well thank you so much for joining me Sister Maria Faustina thank you Luke making sure my mic's on I wasn't sure if it was just then it's getting very loud in here um, so thank you so much Sister and thank you for your yes and, thank you yeah. please pray for us uh, will do God bless <laughs> Now with Sister Maria Fastina with A Journey of Love. For more talks, interviews and shows, visit radio.org.au.